Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so excited for this because we're going to talk about the three stages that you go through when you lose 20 pounds. And I've been thinking about this process because I walk my clients through it in the one-on-one coaching program. And it's going to make so much sense for you if you are someone that constantly shame yourself for not having your shit together, for not being able to stay consistent, for shitting on yourself for doing diets in the past and giving it up, and now you've gained on the weight back. Any sort of shame that you feel, this podcast episode is going to bring you so much clarity that you will feel in control of your health again and reach that 20-pound goal that you've always wanted, okay? And so let's start off with stage number one. Stage number one is awareness. This is the most important stage because in order for you to change any habits when it comes to eating or moving your body more you have to understand where you're at right now and what do those habits look like it could be you currently skipping lunch like you working through lunch because you're like oh my gosh like i gotta make sure i finish all these projects before i could take a break or you just forget and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh dinner time and you're starving it could be as simple as you not eating three meals a day you're skipping breakfast and you're just having two two big meals and you're letting coffee count as your breakfast when it doesn't count (laughs) i'm gonna make that clear or you're someone that eats out a lot right like you don't have time to cook but you want to cook more often and you're just tired of constantly eating takeout food you're over it another habit you could be having right now is like going to food for comfort going to food to make you feel better when when stressful situation comes up or not eating at all when stressful situation comes up right these are just some things that i'm listing out and then when you think about like moving your body it could be like you are constantly stressed and you don't have enough time like that's also a habit too like you stressing about time and maybe like you have this habit of like constantly going to the gym and that's what you were used to and now you can't go to the gym all the time and you're like I can't make this work at home I don't know what else to do and like thinking about trying to go to the gym stretches you out even more and you end up not doing anything or you go walking you're like this doesn't count as a workout whatever it is like I just want you to think about eating habits and movement habits that you are not proud of and list those out The reason why I say that is because when you are aware of what eating habits that you are not proud of, same thing goes for movement too, getting to the root of these habits of why you're even doing this, why you're making this decision or why you feel this way, that is going to help you change the habit. When you are not aware of it, that you even have this, or you think that like a plan would just fix it. That is where you're not solving for the root problem. You're just patching over the habits with some sort of plan. And that's how you get temporary results. And that's where the diets come in, right? Like I want you to think about it as like the diets as something that you use to cover up 
your eating or your workout habits. And then when you're no longer following that diet anymore, you revert back to your old habits because you didn't change it from the very root. And this is something that I always preach to my clients that I help them go through the Mormon Coaching Program, which is why they're so successful in maintaining their habits is because they were able to tackle it figure out the root and change it from the deep end versus trying to use a plan to just gloss over it, right? So I want you to think about that for yourself. Another example that I just want to give you to really hone in on this analogy is think about it like the diets as you putting makeup over a breakout that you have on your face, Like, yes, it's going to look nice. You're going to have a nice routine, a nice meal plan for just a little bit. But if something just, like, changes, like, over time, like, you are not going to be able to stick to it. Because I don't know about you, but I can't put on makeup every day. (laughs) I can't, like, patch the same thing over and over 365 days out of the year, right? So the diet is, like, makeup. The breakout is your eating habits, or whatever it is. It could be like a zit. Something that you want to cover up. But in order to solve the breakout, it's not the makeup. It's not the diet plan. It's not even the workout plan. Anything. It's really you understanding like, hey, is am I eating something? Am I lactose intolerant? Am I dairy sensitive? Am I stressing out too much about this work thing? Or am I not drinking enough water? There's so many scenarios that cause that breakout than the diets and you have to figure that out right and sometimes the diet that you've tried in the past that may also trigger the breakout even more like if you were someone that were afraid of carbs and then you went keto now your fear of carbs is just going to amplify so think about it as like makeup as that diet plan and in order for you to figure out those true rube de reasons of why your habits are the way they are you have to allow those eating and workout habits to come up on the surface you can't cover them up with a plan each time and force yourself to do a plan and let that just be it you literally have to ask yourself like what is that i'm eating or like working out that i don't like about Because let me tell you, your brain will come up with the answer, right? So just think about that. And oftentimes when you've done a lot of diets, it is very, very crazy how much your brain tries to protect you by trying to sugarcoat everything. Your brain is going to be like, no, we're not going to let you even eat bad. We're not even going to let you like skip a workout. Whatever it is, because... It wants to protect you from feeling a certain way. When I say feeling a certain way, I'm talking about negative emotion. And so sometimes you have to literally take out the plan, just do nothing without following anything, and let you just be. Let you just be and see what you do in those moments because those are the moments where you're going to figure out so much of your habits. And that is where the awareness stage comes in. Like I had a client that didn't even realize she was using coffee to keep her up because she wasn't getting enough sleep. 
And she would overwork herself over and over again. And she was wondering why she couldn't lose weight. But that was because her body was already stressed out. Like sometimes you need to take yourself there to see what's really happening. And with this first stage of losing 20 pounds, like this is where you're going to know like what is it that you need to change? What is it that you are going to be focusing on in the next six months? Because that is going to create the real change that you want to keep the 20 pounds off for good. Okay? And that brings me to stage number two. Stage number two is unlearning the habits that you found from stage one through your awareness. Stage two is the toughest stage. But it is the most rewarding. Because when you find out certain things like... When you find out that you're going to the chocolate because you're stressed out about work or school or like someone says something to you and you just had a bad day and you indulge yourself in chocolate and a pint of Baron and Jerry's and you're not proud of it and you just keep repeating that cycle over and over. Stage two is where you stop that and you literally give five seconds to yourself to check in and say, hey, before you perform this action, how do we feel? This is the most game-changing thing that my clients walk through is like that five-second self-check-in before they react to what they usually do that they didn't think that they were doing before. I'm thinking about a specific client in my mind where she was a medical student and something that she would do all the time is she would try to finish her food even though she was literally full. Like she was... She couldn't go and eat anymore, but she felt the need to finish everything because she bought food at the cafeteria and she was like, I need to finish this. I just feel bad wasting food. She kept eating it over and over until we had the conversation. I was like, hey, like, do you feel like your body needs this food or do you feel the need to just finish it because you don't want to waste it? And she never like thought that that was a problem of like her, you know, finishing the food and stuffing herself because that's what she grew up with. And especially me growing up in an Asian background too, like my parents used to say, don't waste food. Like you got to make sure you finish your food, right? Be grateful for your food. And there were times where she would just finish it. And when she realized that was part of an eating habit that she wasn't proud of because she just didn't like the way she felt after eating, she just felt so stuffed and like uncomfortable. Before she like has another like last few bites, she takes that five seconds, she checks in with herself, and she's like, Do we need to finish this? Does our body need to finish this? And that gives her an answer. And then she stopped forcing herself to finish the leftovers. And then she kept repeating that over and over and over again. She kept practicing it day after day, week after week. And next thing you know, she unlearned that eating habit. She unlearned it. And then she went on to the next stage, which I will talk about in a bit here. But I want you to see that you can't unlearn any habit without being aware of it. Another one that I'm thinking of is a client of mine that loves walking. She's like, walking is my thing. I love the meditation of it. I just feel so good. My creativity is just out there when I'm walking. But she would avoid walking because she felt like it didn't count as a workout. And she felt like 
she was cheating herself because it wasn't as intense as other people's workouts. She wasn't always dripped in sweat. And she was trying to force herself to do these intense workouts to make it count when that was really stressing her out. And when she built the awareness of like, oh, I have the awareness that I think walking doesn't count as a workout, even though I've done like three plus miles she was able to unlearn that in the second stage and every single time she would walk she would literally give herself a check mark on the calendar or keep track of her workout consistency and be like oh my gosh look at me i worked out five times this week i've moved my body five times and That wouldn't happen if she didn't know that she thought she cheated herself at the very beginning for doing something that felt really easy for her at this time. So I just want you to think about that. Like, think about how powerful it is for you to just be aware of your eating habits. And your eating habits and your workout habits are not going to come up. Like, it's not going to surface up. If you're constantly following diets after diets or if you're constantly like letting a a plan patch over it. This is why like the first month of six month long coaching program, I don't specifically create a plan for my clients just yet because that first month is all about them building awareness. Like how are they eating? How are they moving their body? What are their thoughts about food? What are their thoughts about chocolate and Ben and Jerry's after 9 p.m.? What are their thoughts about like doing home workouts? What are their thoughts about just taking a five-minute walk outside and letting that count? Those things, that conversation that you have in your head is so much more valuable than trying to perfect the plan, trying to follow the plan perfectly because you will know so much about yourself. You're collecting so much data about who you are as a person and you will know and become an expert of your body more than anybody This is the work that I had to do when I stopped dieting. When I stopped following the diets and I just let myself be, I was like, holy shit, I'm scared of carbs. I'm scared of eating white rice. I don't think that like I can eat after 9 p.m. because I'm going to gain fat. Like Those were the thoughts that were coming up and These things will come up in different ways when you are surrounded by people, when you are by yourself, when you are with your work peers, right? So many things. So let yourself step into that awareness stage that you can get to the unlearning phase by not following anything specifically and letting yourself just be you. And put on the glasses of, I'm going to see what kind of habits come up. I'm just going to observe. My goal is not to change it. I just want to observe. Okay. The third stage, once you've passed the unlearning, the third stage is you get to create your own food and movement rules. This is the funnest stage ever. Because you are in control 
And you create rules that you know you can sustain for the rest of your life. And your rules are going to look different from everybody. And let me just like give you some real talk here too. A lot of y'all will try to jump to this stage of like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid of carbs. I'm going to feel confident eating carbs tomorrow. Carbs is going to be my thing tomorrow. That's not going to happen. Because you're skipping the unlearning stage. You're skipping the uncomfortable feelings of getting confident with eating carbs. Feeling confident around carbs when you go to restaurants, right? And so when you do that work of unlearning, even though it is uncomfortable, even though it feels like you're not progressing because you're like, oh my gosh, my habits are not changing overnight. Like I'm still skipping lunch. Some days I'm still like afraid of carbs sometimes. Like I told myself I'm not going to eat the Ben and Jerry's and I did it while I was feeling very sad. Like you have to go through that uncomfortableness in order to be like, okay, these are my rules. And I'm thinking about like a client of mine where she used to be an emotional eater and she would emotionally eat specifically sweets when she feels negative emotion. This could be like shame, disappointment, sadness. And one of the things that she realized was it's not that she's going to get rid of emotional eating. Her food rule is if she feels shame, she's going to eat chocolate, but she knows how to control herself because she knows that in that moment, she's eating from a place of shame. She's eating from a place of going to that chocolate for comfort. And she is okay with that decision. Meaning she's going to back herself up for that decision that she's made versus shaming herself for making that decision without realizing why that decision was made in the first place. So I want you to think about this stage where when you are creating your food and movement rules, like you are already aware of the habits that you're not proud of and then you get to back yourself up for either engaging with those habits or not engaging with it and you get to feel proud that you are in control of your body you are in control of your health and it's just literally the most liberating feeling ever because someone can say emotional eating is bad and you could be like well if i'm choosing to emotionally eat and I know how to control myself because I know that is a habit of mine. You're not even going to take their advice as is and, and feel bad that you're not following it, doing it their way. You're going to be like, I know my body more than anybody does. I know that I can indulge in Ben and Jerry's for a little bit. And then tomorrow, the next day, it's just going to be fine. Like we're going to go back to normal and we're just going to do our thing because we're a human being. So I want you to think about that. Like, don't jump into trying to create new rules of like food and movement. Like, I need to go to the gym three times a week. Or I need to make sure that I cook for every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. When you are not aware of why you're not even allowing yourself to get there yet. It could be because maybe cooking... Three meals a day is not working for you at this season of your life. Maybe you got to eat out once a day, but then you make the decision of working that out for you by understanding what kind of foods you're going to pick from the menu that's going to support your goals. So I don't want you to get caught up in like trying to do all of this perfectly. I want you to 
identify what stage are you currently in right now. Are you in the awareness stage? If you are, don't shame yourself for the way you are being and who you are as a person. That is your baseline to start building this healthy lifestyle that's going to help you maintain that 20 pounds that you're going to lose. If you're in that unlearning stage, get ready to be uncomfortable. Get ready to feel those nasty emotions because it's going to feel like you're not making any progress because you're going back and forth between building this new habit of yours and then going back to old habits again. Get ready to be uncomfortable. If you are in that third stage where you're creating rules for yourself and it's rules that you came up with, remind yourself that you can't use your rules against you. If you tell yourself that you can be fine emotional eating some days, don't take that rule against you and do it five days in a row. Use your rules that you've created in your favor, right? Like if you create a rule that walking feels the easiest for me right now, and then for that one week, you're like, I want to try something different. I actually want to try a HIIT workout or I want to try cycling. I'm going to do some Peloton. Don't stop yourself from trying new ways of moving just because you've created a rule that you like walking. Be very careful of what you need to focus on for each three stages. And I just want to say you can't mess this up, right? Like there's always going to be something that you're learning more about yourself. But when you realize that there are three stages to losing 20 pounds, awareness, unlearning, and creating your own rules, it's going to give you so much clarity. And you're going to stop chasing after the meal plans, the workout plans. And you're going to give yourself so much more time to just observe you. That's really what this is all about. And this is what we do when you join six month of one-on-one coaching. So you want to do that, click the link in the show notes below. And I will love to support you through this process. I'm going to help you lose 20 pounds eating what you want and help you feel confident keeping it off for good because you're going to become an expert in your body and you are going to be supported through this process to help you enjoy the journey for for life right because you're doing this for life so i would love to see you there once you click the show notes and apply we hop on a sales call we chat and we'll go from there because it's just gonna be so amazing so really hope you enjoy this podcast episode and i'll talk to you next week bye Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.